Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. One more hour to go. If you missed any of the first hour, don't worry. You can check it out on demand anytime you want. Just go to podcast, search full-time fantasy, hit subscribe. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is uploaded. And they're usually right after the live show. You can find all my work, fulltimefantasy.com. We'll have an article posted either today or tomorrow on five running back values. already have a ton of draft Reviews, reviewed a couple of online championships, my FSGA draft, uh, look at five quarterbacks to target late in your drafts, articles on Dak Prescott, Eric Ebron, uh, a breakout receiver that you'll want in your drafts this year, Sean Childs with in-depth team outlooks, his fantasy football world championship target points for each position, Dr. Roto with his on-the-clock series, and a ton more as we add content each and every single day. So use the promo code RONUS50, get two months for the price of one, and make sure you check out Jim Day, a.k.a. Fantasy Taz, at ffchamps.com for all of his work as well. And head on over to playffwc.com. Hop in a draft today. We have three drafts tonight, a starter full season league at 8 p.m. Eastern, a starter full season super flex draft at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and an online championship at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the Dolphins running back situation. I think a lot of people felt, all right, this is Kenyon Drake's chance. Obviously, he's, he's impressed, uh, especially catching the football, but didn't get a huge workload last year. But the last two days of training camp, we've seen Kalen Balage open with the starters. Uh, Kenyon Drake did drop five pounds, he said, in an effort to stay on the field longer. It's a new coaching staff there. Uh, Kenyon Drake uh, not going too high in drafts. Generally a fifth-round pick. His ADP is 51 in the Fantasy Football World Championship. Meanwhile, Kalen Balazs is at 142. I took Kalen Balazs in the Scott Fishbowl. It was late. That's why. But what is your take on this? Is this overreaction? Does it matter just because he played the first couple snaps with the starters? Is Drake going to become a value? Uh, how do you look at this Dolphins backfield for fantasy purposes? Well, it too, you know, it could go either way. There's no doubt about it. There's something in this organization that doesn't like Drake. Uh, you know, last year we saw him lose a ton of time to Frank Gore. In the OTAs, Balazs was getting a lot of time with the ones as well, and everybody just poo-pooed it because, ah, oh, it's OTAs. They're, you know, they're in T-shirts and shorts. Who cares? Well, now you're seeing them in training camp, and it's doing the same thing. So either he's got a very legitimate shot to win that number one job, or they're trying to light a fire under Kenyon Drake's ass and trying to get him more motivated. And, you know, at this point, I think Kenyon Drake is a better running back than Balage, I really do. Balage, you know, really hasn't shown me anything that makes me want to invest anything outside of a, you know, 
earlier than a 20th round pick in him. Anything beyond that, maybe I'll take that shot. But even with this, I just don't think he's that good. I think ultimately, and if he starts the year as a starter, I think we're going to end up seeing Drake take over more and more of that role as it goes. I just think he's better. Yeah, I think Drake is one of those frustrating fantasy players, and you could be right. I mean, there's got to be something going on here. I think a lot of people said, well, it's Adam Gase, and we've seen him kind of misuse the running backs. So everyone said, okay, well, now fresh start, Drake, new coaching staff. And now you see this again, so maybe there could be something here where whether it's personality or work ethic or something is just not clicking. I mean, in his career, he's averaging 4.7 yards per carry. He had 53 catches for 477 yards last year. We saw that play at the end of the game where he beat New England. So it just kind of doesn't add up here. I mean, Balaz did not get many touches last year. I think it was 45. Now, he averaged 5.3 yards per carry, but one was a 75-yard touchdown run. So you have to take that a into A 75-yard touchdown run in which he never got touched. Right. So that's why you can't really look at those numbers there. But, I mean, for me, it's basically the reason Balaz is just cheap. And what if he does – even if it's a timeshare. That's why I took him so late. It's just. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I have a few shares of him. I just, he, I, look, outside of his start in college, that first year he did really well. After that, he just fell off a cliff. Last year he got a few chances and didn't do much except for that 75-yard run. But, I mean, heck, I could have run through that hole. And that's saying quite a lot if you've seen me. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I. I he just hasn't shown me anything yet. Now, if he comes into training camp and we start seeing video of him, you know, rocking and rolling and really doing stuff, then I might start to believe. But right now I still have my, you know, my doubts. And But I will invest just because, like you say, we just don't know sometimes how it's going to play out. And I, I'm not one of those guys that will say, you know, he could never do that because every time we say that, something else changes. Last year, if somebody even halfway through the year would have said that Damian Williams was going to be one of the best running backs to end the season, everybody would have laughed at him. We just don't know. It's so true. I mean, you know, it's all about being in the right system, in the right place a lot of times. And Damian Williams all of a sudden goes into that Chiefs offense, which was the best in the NFL and produced a lot of fantasy points. So, and he won people championships. So that's why the waiver wire is so important and how you, the landscape changes very quickly. You have to work that waiver wire. Each and every week, no doubt about it. You, you have to be on top of it. You have to be following the news as much as you can. Look, if you want to be competitive, the more work you put into it, the better you'll be. You know, do you ever go back and look and say, okay, let me see my final team and how many of these players did I actually draft on my roster? Oh, I, I always do. I always I, – I spent the first month after the Super Bowl going over my teams from last year for, for exactly that. You know, see which players I had on teams I was winning, see which players I had on teams I was losing, how many players I actually had from start to finish of a season. Yeah, I try to break that down as much as I can. What do you find is usually the range? Is it usually 50-50? Is it 60% that you drafted still on the roster? I want to say, yeah, I I think I have a, a pretty heavy full season roster most of the time. Just because I, look, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm cocky. I think I draft better than a lot of people. So I'm usually pretty strong on, on the players I have on my team. But, of course, you always have teams where you have to invest heavily in, in the waiver wire and many changes can happen. So it goes across the board. Yeah, I noticed that too. I think in my uh, 
FFWC online championship I did in Vegas that I that I won. I think I, it was 20 rounds. I think I had 13 of the same players. Ooh, one humble of them, brag. I well, love it. Yeah, of course. Uh, one of them that I had to drop, though, was Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah, that's an Ouch. injury. You have to do it. But, yeah, that sucked losing him. Lots more football talk ahead. We will be here until 4 p.m. Eastern. It's Adam Ronis, Fantasy Taz. And we'll be back here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sportsbook. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm a little guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100. That's the best date 100.com. One more time, the best date 100.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1 888 We Delete or visit guaranteedremovals.com. That's 1 888 933 3538. Or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com if there is any negative information about you online. GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the internet.
And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1 888 delete to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1 888 933 it is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Friday afternoon, every team getting underway for training camp by today. Adam Ronis, Fantasy Taz, we are with you until 4 p.m. Eastern. And Taz, you know, this is the time of year, man, where there's so much coverage, so much hype. You see one piece of video of a guy making a one-headed catch. The beat reporters, this guy looks great. How do you kind of filter through all that stuff to not let it infiltrate? We're human beings. We see this information. We have confirmation bias. Say you're really high on a player. And you see positive reports. And you need to say, yeah, I was right. But, but we spent all season compiling our rankings, compiling our thoughts. How much do you have to let training camp kind of filter out and not get too excited or negative on reports that are coming out, especially the first few days when everyone's talking about it? Well, yeah, absolutely. It's one of the, the toughest times of the year to try and garner the real information. There's no doubt about it. You, know, you got a lot of coach speak going on, and you know a lot of guys look great in preseason and training camp, never to do anything in the full season. So, you know, it happens a lot. The the only thing I could say is trying. If there's a guy out there that's making that kind of impression on somebody and he's putting it out there, you know, try and go look for other points of view on that player. I, you know, one of the things I do is on Twitter, I use Twitter a ton. I'm on there all the time, but I follow like a 450 different beat writers around the league. So if I see somebody, you know, one somebody making a player out to be, you know, this, he's going to rise up, go great. I want to go look through the other beat writers that cover that team and see what they're saying. Maybe they're looking at it a different way. The more opinions you can get, the better informed you can be because, let's face it, most of us can't be there to watch it. No, it's definitely true because we're going to see news each and every day. Today, there's something about Marquez Valdez-Scantling that it looks like he's not a surprise. He's ahead of uh, Equinemius St. Brown for the starting reps opposite Devontae Adams. Obviously, it looks like Geronimo Allison is going to be in the slot. But those two guys are going very close to each other in the Fantasy Football World Championships right now as far as ADP. Geronimo Allison's at 87. Valdez Scantling is 93. So they're essentially going in the same spot. Uh, do you prefer one over the other? And are either a target for you in that draft range? Uh, actually, both are. Um and I like Allison a little bit more just because he was off to a really good start last year before for the injury. You know, it's obvious he was working well with Rodgers, and I think that trend continues. You know, but Rodgers is talking up Scantling, and this is one of those things where you have to try and dig through it. But I think both of these guys are in line for a better season. I'm not really sold on St. Brown doing much. I, I think it's another, you know, 25-30 catch season for him. Uh, I don't expect him to do much more than that. But I do think that both Allison and Marcus Valdez-Scandling can put up good numbers. And usually what it comes down to is if I can't get one, I do like to try and get the other because, heck, they got Aaron Rodgers thrown to him. Yeah, and I think most people expect this Packers offense to bounce back. And if Rodgers is playing at that level, you definitely want some piece of that offense uh, for sure. And you'll see it. Uh, this, this is a sharp group. You might be able to – 
to get those guys a little bit cheaper in your home league, depending on when your draft is. But uh, obviously a sharp group here, and those guys are going pretty high right now in drafts uh, for sure. What do you do with Duke Johnson right now? Because I think we all know he can be a good back in the right situation. There was a lot of talk about the Browns potentially trading him. It hasn't happened. Everyone wants to see him go to a different team. We know Kareem Hunt has spent it for eight games. So they kind of do need Duke early in the season, but they didn't really utilize him much last year with Nick Chubb there. Uh, is Duke Johnson someone that you just avoid in drafts? Do you take him because he's cheap and hope that he does land in a better situation? I mean, his ADP right now is 137, so he's cheap. Uh, and we could say all, all those players in the range take him, but you do have to make decisions. So the running backs in that range are Duke Johnson, Justin Jackson, Justice Hill, Kalen Bellage, Devin Singletary. Is Duke Johnson the most appealing in that group, or do you just worry about no, what not his role's going to be? <laughs> um, yeah, no, he, he's not the most appealing in that group at all. At this point, if I'm going to take a, a chance on, on those guys, at this point it would probably be Balazs and Jackson over Duke Johnson. You know, Freddie Kitchen came out and said, oh, he's going to have a role in this offense. Yeah, well, he didn't finish the statement and say, for the first eight games, uh, because as soon as Kareem Hunt is back, which I think probably be week 10, um, he's going to finish out the rest of the year and do enough that they want to get him on the field and showcase him to possibly move him in the offseason and get something for him. So, you know, I'm not – I think Duke Johnson is a great player. I think he, he showed that a couple of years ago that he could be amazing as a pass-catching back. And for whatever reason, they didn't use him there last year, and that included when Freddie Kitchen came in and was the, the interim head coach. He didn't use him. So now he's coming out and saying he's going to use him. Kind of hard to believe that when they've added, you know, a great weapon in, in Odell Beckham. Uh, O.J. Howard is back in fully healthy. You know, Chubb is a guy that they love and they want to get out there on the field and take advantage. And he's a better receiving back than people give him credit for. So, you know, I'm not I, – I have Duke in a couple of shots where I got him really late and said, what the heck. But right now I, I wouldn't take too many chances on him. Yeah, I agree with you. I have no share so far. I just don't see a big role for him, and it's just we don't see too many trades happen. Now, I'm stunned at this. Kareem Hunt's ADP, the Fantasy Football World Championship, is 108. He's suspended for eight games. You said week 10, so I'm assuming the Chiefs have a week 9 bye, correct? Yeah, plus I, I give him a week to get back and right. get ready to go. So, yeah, that's why I say week 10. So, I uh, how can you draft him in that range? We know so much changes. You have to work the waiver wire. Now, even in a league with 20 roster spots, like our online championships and world championships, I don't know. I, I, I can't take Kareem Hunt at 108. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I can't either. Uh, I'd much rather take a chance on somebody else uh, that's going to play possibly all 16 than a guy who's going to be out for eight games right off the bat. Plus, we don't even know. Like, everyone thinks, like, oh, he's just going to. What if Nick Chubb is playing great and the offense is clicking and they're winning games? You're all of a sudden going to say, all right, now you're splitting with Kareem Hunt. And I know Hunt is talented, but you have to look at all the possibilities that exist. Like, when you're drafting Kareem Hunt at 108, you're like, all right, he's going to come back immediately and be a significant contributor. Because why are you investing that much draft capital on a guy? Remember, the fantasy season two, the regular season is 13 weeks. And I know when people do these high-stakes drafts, they expect to be playing weeks 14, 15, and 16. They're always looking at that. But still, realistically, you have to get there first. He's going to miss almost the entire fantasy regular season. And not only that, he's going to have all that time to do something stupid. 
Which we've because all it's going to take is one. All it's going to take is one more thing, something stupid, for him to go on indefinite suspension, and we not see him for a while. So yeah, I'm with you. I can't invest him in him that early in any way, shape, or form, and I haven't. Yeah, I've done over 70 drafts already. I don't have him in one because everybody's rushing to get him so early. Uh, tight end situation here for the Colts. I, I'm actually surprised at how far Jack Doyle's far, falling in drafts. His ADP is 170. Oh, okay, good. You, so you're, because I'm, I'm like really 178 for Jack Doyle. Now, maybe the last two three weeks, you're concerned because he had the hip and the kidney. But and he dropped a lot of weight, but he, he's ready for the start of training camp. And I wrote an article on Eric Ebron. Doyle was always playing more snaps. Ebron, I don't even think Ebron played fifty percent of the snaps when Doyle was on the field last year. Oh yeah, Doyle doubled Ebron's numbers everywhere except the end zone when he was on the field. Like this is the epitome of where you're drafting early, where you can get Doyle as your tight end two right now, and he eventually might become your every week starter in a PPR league. I'm totally with you. I have Doyle everywhere for that exact reason. I, I still expect him now to play Ebron. Ebron had a monster year, no doubt. And he's definitely going to still be a red zone threat with Andrew Luck. But Doyle is going to be the PPR guy. He's going to be the guy on the field more often, getting more chances, and he's the one I want. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ebron, to me, is completely overvalued. Doyle is the guy I want. When we return, we're going to talk about that Seahawks backfield. Chris Carton, Carson is his healthy. He's coming off a little surgery. Rashad Penny, some buzz on him. Who's the better back or do you avoid it? We'll talk about it next. Full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. 
proudly made in America. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. David Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Aronis and Fantasy Taz. We are here until 4 p.m. Eastern here on a Friday afternoon talking fantasy football. It's been a fun show. Become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head on over and check out their tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering, or get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions of DFS winnings. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, Taz, we were talking a little bit about this during the break, but I know football is pretty much primarily your fantasy sport. Have you got into any other, like maybe baseball DFS here, NBA DFS there, or you still haven't done it? Every once in a while, I do some golf DFS. Man, you know, uh, golf, that's about it. So, golf has gotten so popular as far as with DFS, man. It's insane. Like, are you, do you watch golf regularly? Not regularly, but, you know, enough. It's probably the second watch sport that I watch is, but, I mean, that's still not a ton. I don't watch every round of every tournament, but I definitely watch. I almost always watch at least Sunday of the big tournaments. Uh, I, I do enjoy following that, especially I love the fact that the, the leaders are always the last ones to go, and you always have that coming up. I, I, I think that's a great layout. Yeah, and I guess uh, people say, because I really haven't gotten into DFS golf, because I just don't know enough. Like, if I don't know a sport, like, I just don't feel comfortable. I do MLB, NBA, and NFL, because I follow those sports. I watch it. Golf, I'll only watch, like, if it's on a Sunday, as you said, the last day, and I'll see people on Twitter talking about an exciting finish. All right, I'll tune in. I remember when Tiger Woods was... What that day he won the majors, I think I played softball that day. Then I was out eating, and I saw all the buzz. And then I got on my phone and watched some video to see the end. So that, it really has to kind of capture me because I guess I'm the casual golf guy that's not going to watch unless it's like an intriguing storyline. But uh, I do see, I guess for DFS golf, you know, the four-day sweat. You know, it starts on Thursday, and you got four days to kind of sweat it out. I guess that's what makes it interesting for people. Yeah, it does. And I'm telling you, I mean, I've had – 
better success doing that than I've had doing football. For sure. Uh, by the way, Jerry Jones spoke with the media just a little while ago. He did not seem to be concerned about the Ezekiel Elliott holdout. Uh, he said, this does not in any way dim- diminish my excitement for this team. So uh, he said he's late about Ezekiel. We have officially reported and said Zeke is subject out of daily fines and would it is to any contract negotiations with the media. Uh, there's a chance that they don't find him, too. They don't have to. It, I guess it's at their discretion. So uh, this will continue to be a story uh, each and every well, single let, day. Well, let me ask you a question. Continuing that story, you're the cowboy guy. Um, if Zeke does hold out into the season, you have any love for Pollard? Yes. I, I've already drafted him in a couple leagues. Uh, I did a best ball where I had Zeke. I took Pollard late. I took Pollard in the Scott Fishbowl. That was probably like round, I don't know, 19 or 20. We, that's a deep league. It's 22 rounds, no kickers, no defense. So, yeah, um, I would take him late. You know, I say this. I don't know how you feel. So, a lot of times we review these online championship drafts. They're 20 rounds, okay? I've always said know the rules of your league. So, we do have a waiver wire period before the season starts. There's a lot of teams in there that don't take a kicker or defense, I think that's brilliant. I think, to me, you should be taking Absolutely. as many lottery tickets right now on potential running backs. You don't know what can happen between now and the start of the season, whether it's Zeke holding out, Gordon holding out, someone else moving up the depth chart, an injury. You know, I, I go crazy. We uh, Yesterday, there was a team that took four tight ends. There was a team that took three quarterbacks. It makes no sense to me. These are not leagues where you can trade. Even if you can trade, I don't think it makes sense. But at least I can see your argument. In these leagues where there's no trading and we have a month and a half to go to the beginning of the season and you get an opportunity to go to the waiver wire, give me anybody. Give me Raquel Armstead. You never know. Fournette could get hurt. There was that false report yesterday. I'd rather have those guys. And if it doesn't work out, then they're one of my first cuts for the waiver wire. I'm all with you. I, in a league like that where I know I have waivers before the first week, I almost look. I almost always in normal drafts I will take a backup quarterback and a backup tight end in drafts. I like that feeling; makes me feel secure. But in a league like that where I know I have waivers before the first week and I want to take as many shots at running back and wide receiver as I can, I won't even draft a backup quarterback or a backup kicker. I mean, a a backup tight end in those because I really want to get as many running backs and wide receivers as I can, Uh, especially if you're drafting now before training camp really gets going before preseason. I want to take as many flyers on those guys as I can. And then as we get closer to the season, you weed out the guys that aren't meeting your expectations and they become your first week waiver fodder to go out and get those other players you need, like a kicker, a defense, a backup quarterback, if you feel you need it at that point or a tight end. So, you know, absolutely agree with that whole prospect. I never will take a, a defense or a kicker in a league like that when I have a, a waiver before the start of the season. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. And I've seen some people take the Bears defense still in the eighth, ninth, tenth round. It makes no sense. You know, there was a team that took Ian Thomas in the last round. I like that. What if Greg Olson's foot issues right. arise again? I just watched All or Nothing on Amazon Prime, it follows the Panthers through last year, and you could see that foot was a problem. Now, I know he had the surgery, but he's 34 years old. What if it's still a problem? What if he, you know, it's all fine now, but what happens if training camp starts and there's a preseason game 
and it acts up again. Now you got Ian Thomas, who would be a hot commodity off the waiver wire and go for a lot of money, especially for those needy tight ends. Now you have him on your roster. You don't have to spend anything. No, he's a guy I've definitely been targeting for that reason. Look, I don't think uh, – I look, it's easy to say, but I don't think Olsen makes it through the season. I, I just don't. The age is against him, coming off the major injuries against him. The fact that two years ago he was talking about going into the booth to become an announcer scares me. And he, Thomas played very well last year when he got the shot, and I think that trend continues. So, yeah, I, I've grabbed him a lot in a lot of different leagues because I, I'm worried about Olsen, and yet I haven't drafted Olsen once. And I've always in the past was one of those guys that went after Olsen. I just can't do it this year. I wanted to say the same thing about that with Olsen, but I have to say this, and it was a pick that I pro- probably the pick that I hated the most this year. It was the Scott Fishbowl, and all the tight ends that I wanted for my second tight end were gone, and I was right at the uh, tight end 23, and I needed a tight end, and I reluctantly took Olsen. I didn't want to because like, I don't think I'll have him in any other draft this year. Uh, I took Ian Thomas, and I remember that a long time ago, the FF Champs Invitational League. Where oh, yeah, right. I took Ian Thomas in that one uh, late. But, uh, yeah, in the Scott Fishbowl, I was on the board. And I was like, oh, man, I need a tight end. Uh, and I took – no, Greg Olson had tight end 25, man. Like Darren, yeah, right. Wall- Darren Waller went before him. Gusecki went before him. <laughs> Ian Thomas went before him. Jack Doyle we talked about. So I'm sitting there, so it's either – these are the tight ends that, like, went. After Olsen, Jason Witten, sorry, I'm a Cowboys fan. No, don't want to. Tyler Eifert, you could say, what is that guy healthy? Like, why is it going to change this year? <laughs> Jimmy Graham, maybe Jimmy Graham you can make an argument for and say, hey, maybe he could score touchdowns, but he doesn't look the same. So that's what I was looking at, and I said, all right, fine, I'll take What? What if I'm wrong on Olsen? Because I agree with you. I'm worried about him making the whole season 34 years old, the foot injury. But, but what if I'm wrong, and he is a contributor? So I said, all right, I'll take him at – as my second tight end, 25 off the board. Yeah, I can't fault you for that. Look, we we know what he can do when he's healthy. Guy's been one of the best tight ends in the league for years when he's healthy. And if he does give you, you know, even if he gives you 12, 13 games on the season, you're probably looking at a chance for him to be in the top 12 tight ends. There's no doubt about it. He's got the talent. He's got a quarterback that trusts him. So, yeah, it could work for you. But I, I just find myself, there's so many good young tight ends that came into the league this year. You know, there's some others that are coming back from injury that I just trust a little bit more. So it, it just seems to be that, look, I'm not going to fault you for taking him that late, absolutely, at that point, when especially in a league where you get tight end premium. It, you know, he could give you 10, 12 games that, you know, really give you what you need, and he didn't cost you anything. Yeah, again, I wanted a lot of those younger tight ends, but they all went ahead of him. I was like, damn, even Ian Thomas went ahead of him. Gasecki, I was like, man, what are these guys doing? Because those are the guys I wanted. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll take Olsen. So I probably will not have him in many leagues this year because he he goes uh, a lot earlier than I anticipated. And especially, you know how it is in those average leagues where maybe people are not doing the research. Uh, in your home leagues, for those people listening, they're going to be like, oh, Greg Olson, 14th tight end? Oh, yeah, I'm going to take him because they know him. Yeah, right. His name has recognition. Absolutely right. And that's going to happen in a lot of casual drafts. There's no doubt about it. You know, they're not going to know the, the young kids as well and things like that. And they're going to gravitate towards those name players. And, you know, that that's all about – you had mentioned it earlier. You know, you have to know your league. You have to know the settings. And this is the thing that makes me crazy because – I've done so many leagues over the years where, you know, I get 
analysts and things like that in the leagues, and they're like, we get halfway through the draft, and they're like, oh, man, I didn't even realize this was super flex or this was tight end premium or I could start five wide receivers. And I'm, I'm looking at them like, how can you be an analyst? I mean, that's the most basic tenet of fantasy football is know the league you're drafting in as much as possible. Taz, I say it repeatedly. I said, I know it sounds basic, and the people who have listened to me regularly probably get tired of it. I'm, I always say you got to know your league rules. Every league is different, and especially with you as commissioner, you <laughs> put in these wild rules. So I always go to triple check in your leagues. But, you know, everyone plays in different leagues. I mean, when you play in seven, eight, nine leagues, every league has different rules. I mean, you have to know what they are before you draft. Never in the middle of the draft for an analyst to do that is absurd anyone it's pretty basic just check the league rules the format before you draft i'll check it before i accept an invite because i don't want to be the one complaining oh i hate these rules well you signed up for it you're stuck yeah. all right a lot a lot more football when we return adam ronis fantasy task we are here until 4 p.m eastern on the fantasy sports radio network Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. 
especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis and Fantasy Taz. We are here until 4 p.m. Eastern. You can check me out fulltimefantasy.com. Our fantasy football draft kit is littered with great content, and we just add more articles by the day. Our preseason pro picks will start to roll out next week where you get a sleeper, a bounce-back player, a bust, a stash and cash, a breakout player from members of the staff as well as several High stakes players. So this is really good information. That's really worth the price of admission alone, but you'll get rankings. Wait, wait, wait. But wait, I, I got to yeah. say one thing there. Yeah. They're not only high stakes players, they're high stakes winners. Yes, that's right. From some of the best, Kimra Slicer has been among the high stakes players that have given stuff out. I remember when Alvin Kamara was a rookie, that was her stash and cash. And if uh, you heeded her advice... I think you did well that year. Uh, I know yeah. I had him in a couple leagues, and uh, it worked out pretty well. So uh, use the promo code RONIS50. Get two your first two months for the price of one. You can check out all the work of Fantasy Taz at ffchamps.com and head on over to draft tonight, playffwc.com. Uh, some news here from Steelers camp in 12 personnel. The receivers are Juju Smith-Schuster and Dante Moncrief. And I think that's one of the battles we're looking for in Pittsburgh. Who's going to be that receiver opposite Juju? For now, it's Dante Moncrief. Uh, some people think it could be James Washington. Obviously, a lot of targets opened up with the departure of Antonio Brown. I believe he had 168 targets last year. And really, I mean, unless Juju gets the 200, uh, there's not much more for him to get. Uh, so it's got to be someone else. I do like Vance McDonald. He is starting to get that buzz and move up. I think a beat reporter said he's going to have a breakout season. I hate seeing that. When you like players yeah. and then they get the that's the worst thing. Like, I've always said this for every sport. For players I like, I don't – like, I obviously you don't want to see negative news, but I don't want to see this player can break out. It's like, okay, well, now he's going to be beyond my cost. And I'm with you. I mean, look, this this is a guy he doesn't have to really share anymore. Uh, Jesse James is gone. Um, and, you know, he doesn't – I don't think that there's really anybody else there that's going to steal much thunder for him. I, I love the, the position he's in right now. But I'm with you. And this is one of the things I like about drafting early before the buzz hits. You can get guys like that, you know, a little later than you're going to get as we get closer to the season and they start to see what they're capable of. McDonald's one of my players that I really love this year. I think he's going to take a major step forward. Everybody was kind of counting on it last year, but, you know, you had James there to take some of that buzz away, and I think this year it's going to be all him. Yeah, I mentioned on yesterday's show that after the headline came out, I'm going to monitor his ADP next week to see how much it pushes him up. The last four drafts, 107, 135, which I love, uh, 108 and 100. So we'll see over the weekend and early into next week how it changes. As far as the Steelers' second wide receiver, James Washington actually has the higher ADP right now. He's at 99. Moncrief is 115. Yes. Who do you like better of this group, of those two? Dante Moncrief. Um, I'm taking Dante Moncrief. I've been talking Dante Moncrief up since early in the preseason. Look, uh, he's, got, he's gotten a bad rap. Um, he didn't do well with Luck the first time around. He was still trying to learn the game, and they just couldn't seem to really get it together. And then he went to Jacksonville and played with all kinds of 
quarterbacks. I mean, he had a couple of decent games and that's all that. But I think he's just at this point a more well-rounded all-around wide receiver than James Washington is. We saw James Washington last year. I mean, he showed some flashes in preseason and, and then just didn't get it once we got into the season. You just never saw that come on. He didn't get on the field. He didn't get much playing time, and he absolutely didn't get many receptions. I'm not, I don't think he's quite there yet. Um, he's good for a couple, you know, I'm, I like him going forward in dynasty, but I think for this year, I think Dante Moncrief is going to be the, the guy that really takes that second job and, and runs with it literally. Yeah. It's definitely one of the battles to watch and it'll be interesting to see, you know, with training camp, if Moncrief is working as the starting receiver, how does that reflect in his ADP to the switch? So it's uh get something to uh, take I hope advantage not. of. Well, yeah, for you. I mean, if you're the Moncrief guy, you don't want it to switch. You want you want that value to stay down just a little bit longer. Uh, I brought up earlier uh, Seahawks running backs. We didn't get to touch on it, but uh, you know, Chris Carson obviously was very good last year. He had a minor procedure uh, in the offseason. He was good to go again training camp. And uh, Rashad Penny as a rookie last year disappointed. He flashed towards the end. Obviously, they took him early, uh, but. We're not seeing Chris Carson really go too high in drafts. Now, I think the Seahawks want to run the football. That's what they did last year. They were one of the most run-heavy teams. But they do have some issues on defense. I mean, uh, Jerron Reed suspended six games. Uh, They lost. They traded Frank Clark. So, to me, they can want to run the football all they want. But if that defense sucks, then they might have to – Force Russell Wilson to pass more. I mean, they just paid him a ton of money, and I think everyone wants to see Russell Wilson pass more, but it's just not the way the team is designed over the last few years. But uh, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, Carson's at 63 right now, his ADP in the Fantasy Football World Championships. Rashad Penny's at 68. Um, is one standout as value? Do you like both since they do play on the football or – I, I still like Chris Carson. Uh, I, you know, it's nothing against Rashad Penny. I think he'll have his role, but I still think Chris Carson is the guy who's going to get the bigger role here, the bigger chunk of the pie. And because of that, since there's not a big difference between the two in ADP, I'm going to go for the guy I think is going to lead the pack, and that's Chris Carson. A fifth-round pick, I don't have a problem taking a run at him, especially if I load it up on wide receivers early and I'm trying to get lucky at you know the back end of the starters. I have no problem taking a shot on him. When you watched him run last year, I mean, it looked like he had a huge chip on his shoulder. Like he was every single run, he was trying to prove something to somebody. And I love seeing that in a running back. I want that running back who's hungry out there, who's going to fight for every yard, you know, do those kind of things. And he did all of that last year, and I expect to see him do it again. What do you think about Russell Wilson? Because it's so odd when you look at his stat line, because he does not put the ball in the air much at all, yet he finds a way to throw touchdowns. And I feel like there are games where they're running, they're running, they're running. Now all of a sudden they're trying, like, okay, we need Russell Wilson to bail us out, and he does it. And I know you could point to his fantasy finish. He had 35 touchdowns last year on 427 pass attempts. I mean, 427 (laughs) pass attempts in today's NFL? I mean, come on. And then he had 34 two years ago on 553. So he's kind of a difficult good guy to figure out. Do you just say, you know what? He's had at least 34 touchdowns in three of the last four years. Uh, I'll trust him as my starting quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's right on the cusp of that quarterback one for me this year just because there's so many good quarterbacks this year. And I could see him taking a little bit 
uh, of a step back without Baldwin. You know, he's been his safety blanket, the guy he could always trust. But, I mean, after the season Tyler Lockett had and how great they were, even on minimal catches, and, you know, they had, of course, we've seen it all off season is that they were perfect anytime they targeted Lockett going down the field. He had a perfect quarterback rating going to him. Uh, now we're talking about moving Lockett into the slot a lot, so he has a better chance to do more. I like David Moore a little bit more than most people do. Of course, they got the rookie in Metcalf that everybody's really high on. I'm not as high as everybody else. I think it's going to take him a little while. But he's got the weapons. They lost Daryl Bevel, who is, was a coach that really made them so run-heavy. So it might change a little bit this year. Like you said, if the defense isn't good enough to keep them in those close games, then they're going to have to throw. They're going to have to rely on Russell Wilson. Redskins running back Darius Geis. He's a guy that I took in early drafts last year. Uh, I thought he would come in and perform well as a rookie. Obviously had the knee injury, the torn ACL. He is ready uh, and not limited in practice. Obviously, Adrian Peterson's still there, and I discounted Adrian Peterson last year. I was like, oh, I don't want him. I'm not taking him. And Everybody did. Uh, yeah, he kind of proved us wrong, although it was weird because I, I do the like the stardom sit-em thing, and a lot of weeks where you, where you look at it and you said, oh, this matchup is terrible. He's not going to do anything. He would have a good week. And then the week where, oh, this is the week to use him, they won't be playing from behind. They could be competitive in this game. He had a bad game. So he was one of those guys where you just couldn't figure it out. Darius guys generally have been staying away from now. His ADP has dipped. I mean, he's at 78 right now. Obviously, there's a lot of issues with the Redskins offense. And I think if you ask most people, what if there's one offense you completely stay away from, I think most people would say the Redskins. Do you feel that way? I don't like to say that in fantasy. It's a generality. But if you if you were forced, if someone said you have to pick one team where you're avoiding in fantasy, would it be the Redskins? Uh, it might very well be. Um, it's tough, though. I, I've grabbed a lot of shots of Adrian Peterson late uh, just because he was so – look, I understand he was up and down last year, but the fact that he ran for 1,000 yards – in that offense, with everybody hurt, with the offensive line hurting, with the quarterback on, what, fourth-string quarterback, all the receivers hurt, and he still runs for 1,000 yards, was just amazing to me. So, I'm, you know, I'm not doubting anymore. But luckily, I don't have to pay up to get him. I take him late, and if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But Geis is starting to scare me. I mean, he, he already had that one little setback. He had a couple extra setbacks after the surgery that they had to do more work on. And then just recently... In OTAs, he had that other setback. So he he's starting to get into that realm where he's starting to have those soft tissue injuries, and we know that they can linger. And that's, you know, that's starting to push him down quite a bit for me. Yeah, and he started to fall. You know, I remember in early draft, seeing him go in the fifth round. I was like, what are people doing? Like, I'm not taking him to the fifth round. Uh, 70, 80 is starting to drop. But even so, it's just like, I, don't, I still don't feel great about it. Like, I just... He doesn't enter my mind when I'm on the clock in that round and I see those players. I'm like, man, I'm not, not really interested at this point. Uh, and it, a lot it of doesn't hurt. That it, it doesn't help the fact that we still don't know if Trent Williams is going to play or not, which yeah, is a huge for them because, I mean, he's the best offensive lineman. If he's not playing, that's absolutely going to hurt. That is for sure. Uh, we know Julian Edelman has this thumb issue and he's going to miss several weeks. To me, it's not a big deal because – as long as he's healthy for the start of the season, him and Tom Brady have uh, a great rapport, so you don't have to worry about that. And you probably don't want to see him on the field anyway, considering what right. happened a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, he is 33, getting older. So 
I guess there's a couple. I, I think some people are going to say, you know what? He doesn't have a high ceiling. He doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. But then, no Gronk. He's when he played last year. You know, he put up really good numbers in PPR formats. His ADP right now is 36. I I am willing to take Edelman there in that third, fourth round. I know again, he does. It, I guess it depends on your approach and what you have. He doesn't have a high ceiling. This is a receiver that's not going to score 10 touchdowns. I doubt it. Uh, he's not a big red zone guy, but he can catch seven, eight, nine passes every week for 80, 90 yards. So he does present a high floor. Oh, absolutely. You're talking about a guy that in, you know, the, uh, uh, the 12 games he played, uh, no, actually 11 games he played because they had to buy when he was on. Um, I think it was only one week where he didn't hit double digits in PPR scoring. And, you know, that's what you're looking for. That consistency is huge. If you look at, points scored per week on average. He was the number 12 wide receiver last year ahead of guys like T.Y. Hilton, uh, Cooper Cup, A.J. Green, Robert Woods, uh, Keenan Allen, Tyler Boyd, all guys that are being drafted ahead of him. And, uh, you know, well, not all being drafted ahead of him. I've got a little ahead of myself there. But I, I think that I'm with you. I've been taking shots on Julian Edelman. But this thumb injury does bother me a little bit for receivers. Same thing I said about Sterling Shepard. Man, it's just too easy for that thing to flare back up. So I'm hoping. I think we see a lot more guys, you know, that have those little injuries sitting out in, you know, training camp and preseason this year, especially veterans that have been on a team for a while. They, they don't want those guys on the field right now. They just don't. They know the offense. They don't really need to be there. Might as well see what else we have. Let the guys sit and relax. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. I don't want Edelman on the field taking a big hit. He's had concussions. Sit it out. Make sure that thumb's ready for week one. When we return, we'll wrap it up, get you set for the weekend. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD, plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site. So there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Friday afternoon, training camp's underway for every team. So if you haven't been preparing for fantasy football, you better start now. And there's no better way to do that than head on over to FullTimeFantasy.com. We got you covered. Lots of content already there. In-depth team profiles from Sean Childs. I've done a ton of articles on overvalued and undervalued players. Five quarterbacks to target late. A breakout receiver. I have an article on five running back values about to come. Ranking should be up shortly. And you can check out FantasyTazFFChamps.com. And if you're ready to draft, play FFWC.com. We'll have drafts every day until the beginning of the season. Best ball, online championships, world championships, whatever it is. Different price points. We have you covered. Uh, glad that Fantasy Taz had the time to join me today. It was a fun show. It flew by. It doesn't even feel like two hours. Uh, Will Fuller, you know, he was so good last year where he was on the field, and he had the torn ACL. Now he is good. He's practicing. Now it's easy to say, yeah, he's better in best ball because he's going to have those huge games. Are you willing to take him in redraft leagues? Right now his ADP is 72 in the Fantasy Football World Championships. Yeah, I'm having a problem with that. <laughs> I am having a problem with that, but it – Man, there's no doubt about it. When he's on the field, Watson loves him. Um, you know, even with Hopkins on the other side, there were games where Fuller was seeing more action than Hopkins was when they were both playing together. And now you're going to add Kiki Kute, who's another guy that, you know, could steal a lot of little short passes, dump off passes here and there, things like that. So it's a little scary. It meant kid's got all the talent in the world. He's a big play machine. But the injuries the last two years have been a killer. Yeah, that's the thing I look at with this team, with Hopkins, Fuller, and QT. And you could say, well, they don't use the tight end much, but is the offense going to be that good that all three can have value? There's going to be weeks, and we kind of went through it a couple weeks ago when they were all healthy, and I know it was limited. You didn't. There was always one that didn't have a big game, and that's going to be the right. problem, I think, for this trio, correct? Yeah, I agree. It, it's going to be hard. I mean, you have to take Hopkins where you take him because he's just going to be there no matter what. But Fuller is on the other side of the spectrum. And he could be that guy, but he could also be the guy that's sitting out half the year. Yeah, Fuller's ADP 72. QT is at 83. 
All right, I want to thank Fantasy Taz for joining me today. You can find them ffchamps.com. You can find my work fulltimefantasy.com. Use the promo code RONUS50. Get 50% off your first two months. I'll be back Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have a great weekend.